0: Hey! Hello and good
1: afternoon. It is not almost Friday, it is Friday. And it's Benjamin Klein here with you for your daily show, Riding the BK Train, presented by Strive Sports. I uh, just want to repeat that you can now find all of my podcasts, including Riding the BK Train, on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can access each podcast by going to the link tree available in the, these drive sports Instagram page bio. Uh, it provides you with a link that will direct you straight to Spotify or Apple podcasts for each individual podcast that I do. So, uh, just inviting you all to give it a try, visit the link tree. And, uh, hopefully you'll be, uh, listening to my daily shows and, uh, Keep on riding the train, that, uh, and hopefully I'll be able to make you guys some money over time. Just to clarify what this show is about, for those who didn't watch the first couple episodes, uh, I'm basically going to give you five choices uh, for over-under lines, cash props for cash uh, leagues in this app called No House Advantage. Uh, they provide you with certain players in each game. Uh, they give you lines, for the players in terms of points, uh, they also give you. You you get to choose one for each, either points, assists, rebounds, combined points, rebounds, combined points, assists, combines points, combined points, assists, rebounds. So you pick one individual line. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you could pick the same player twice and do a different line uh, for him. But I try to get five different players, five different lines. It doesn't need to be one. It doesn't. I don't choose the same stat category for each player. Uh so uh first day I went 5 for 5, second day I went 2 for 5, third day I went 4 for 5 and yesterday unfortunately I went 2 for 5 again. Uh so if you if it's if we're going by logic here, I guess this means that I'm going to have a good night based on what's happened so far because after I went 2 for 5 last time I uh, came back strong and hit four for five so hoping for the best today hoping that you guys are gonna continue riding uh, the BK train uh, but let's get to it here are my uh, choices for today uh, so gonna start off with Ben Simmons Philadelphia 76ers point guard over 27 and a half points rebounds and assists combined I know that definitely doesn't sound like too much to ask for coming from what, what's considered to be one of the most, one of the best all-around players in the game. Uh, just for starters, uh, I'll bring in some. I'll bring in the stats. I'm not even going to look at the matchup right now. They're playing the New Orleans Pelicans. Just going to start with the stats. He averages 15 points, basically eight rebounds. That's 22, and then seven assists. That's 29. Uh, so that's clearly over that 27 and a half. Uh, I think that the reason that they made it a little bit this oh this combined over or combined line a little bit lower than uh, what it could have been is because in his last 10 games he's only averaging 12 points seven rebounds that's 19 and then five assists that's 24 so he's in the last 10 he's averaging below that line of 27 and a half points rebounds and assists. although on the road this season he is averaging 16 points seven and a half rebounds we'll even round that down to seven uh so that's 23 and then six assists that makes it 29 that's the over those are stats on the road uh so and I mean also looking at his career stats uh, that's a lot more games uh 16 points eight rebounds that's 24 eight assists that's 32 uh you know he's obviously a player that's more than capable of of doing this uh the only concern is you know how he's been playing in his last 10 games maybe uh Joel Embiid returning to the lineup has a Hurt him a little bit, um, you know. in five of the last, I believe Embiid has only been back for around five games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Ben Simmons has actually hit this over in five of the last ten games, but he has missed it in the la- in three of the last four, uh, which brings me back to the point of uh, Joel Embiid coming back and maybe hurting uh, Ben Simmons' flow a little bit that he had out uh, that he. Guy, the point that he got to while Embiid wasn't on the court feeling comfortable with the guys that are out there. So he just needs to get a little more comfortable with Embiid on the floor is what I think it is. Uh, he's had five games to do so. He's only hit it in one of the last four games. Uh, so I think that this is a good time to break it. Uh, he's He missed it in the past two games. He has not hit the over. Three games ago, he hit the over. That was the last time that he hit it. So... I'm definitely liking uh, Ben Simmons fit that over 27 and a half. Uh, This is a guy that can get, you know, 20 points and eight rebounds and give it to you and get you that over on any given night. So the fact that uh, it's below 30 for combined points, rebounds and assists, I think is a is a must. Um, Additionally, you know, when when Embiid wasn't on the court, uh, there was a stretch that he hit Five in a row, he hit that over twenty-seven and a half. Five games in a row, Uh, but then unfortunately uh, he's missed it five of the last six. Uh, That's when Embiid came back. Uh, So hopefully they're going to be flowing a lot better together. Additionally, going to get going to get to their matchup now. They're playing the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. The New Orleans Pelicans are not good at rebounding. They're not good at defense. Uh, This should be, you know, they're actually a bottom three team in the league in in terms of defensive efficiency. Uh, so I I definitely think that this should be easy going for Mb for Simmons. Uh, you know, the, I like the Pelicans, they're a good young team, but there's no one really that can, that can stop Ben Simmons in the open court. So I definitely see, uh, Simmons over 27 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. If the stats don't necessarily, uh, Buy you in on that. I think that the matchup against the New Orleans Pelicans should because whether it be Lonzo Zion, none of those guys are going to be, or Brandon Ingram, none of those guys are going to be able to slow down Ben Simmons uh, if he's really on his game. So over 27.5 points, rebounds, and assists for Ben Simmons. That moves me on to the next player who's actually playing in that same game. Uh, that would be Joel Embiid. Over 26.5 points and assists. Uh, it's pretty crazy that they have it, that That is the line because he averages on the season basically 30 points a game. Uh, In the last 10, which means only (laughs) 2, he has played, he has averaged 29.5 points, only 1.5 assists. I I think that his average of assists is maybe the reason that that it's so low because I know that he hasn't been getting assists since he came back. Um, although he's averaging three assists on the season. So his combined points assists on the season is well over that 26.5. He's only been back for two games. Uh, it, it's kind of, It seems like it's kind of been hurting uh, Simmons also a little bit, even though Embiid's still averaging 29 points. Um, I definitely don't think it's a lot to ask for for that 26.5 over points and assists. On the road this season, he's averaging 28 points and 2.4 assists. That's, you know, hitting that over just on points. So I, I really got myself very bought into this. Really just based on his point, on, on how much he could score. Because uh, he can, you know, just score over that. Uh, and I believe also the reason that I added assists and didn't go just points. So points, his line was 25 and a half. Uh, and the assist line was one and a half. Which means that if you want to just go points, it's, he needs to score 26. And if you go just assists, then he needs to get three assists uh no i'm sorry two assists so that would mean that he would have had to get a a combined 28 points for the you know if you're just doing it solo to combine uh, 26 points two assists that's 28 combined this is only 26 and a half you only need 27 combined so i'm kind of saving myself in case for some reason he doesn't get that those 25 points that uh pretty much should be guaranteed hopefully he can make up for it with some assists if he gets 24 points Hopefully he can get three assists and, and get that over. You know, I think it's worth it just in case he for some reason doesn't get uh, above 25 and a half points. Uh, that's, that was my concern as to why I didn't go for the over just 25 and a half points. Uh, and I decided to go for the over 26 and a half points in assists. Uh, he, since returning, he's hit it in uh, both of the games since returning. Oh no, I'm sorry. Only one of the two games since returning, but prior to prior to that, uh, he hit it in three of the f- three, two of the last three games that he played in before he was out, and uh, it was actually three out of four, and. Uh, Four out of five, so it was really four of the last five games that he played in. He hit that over. He's hit it in one of the last two. The, the one was the last game, which he got 35 points, only one assist, though, uh, which is concerning, especially because the game before that, his first game back from injury, he had 24 points and two assists. That's combined 26, as you know. Uh, that's not the over 26.5, but, you know, I just think he's getting uh, – more comfortable at being back in the lineup uh I, I see more of an 20 a 35 point effort tonight from him rather than a 24 point especially going back to the matchup uh he's on the sixers uh just like ben simmons he's playing the new orleans pelicans tonight the pelicans you know i like steven adams a lot he's one of the thickest big men i've ever seen uh, very strong player doesn't matter he's not going to be able to stop uh Joel Embiid. I mean, who has this season? No one's been able to stop Joel Embiid, and the Pelicans honestly haven't been able to stop anyone so far this year, this season. Uh, As I said, they're one of the worst defensive teams. They're not necessarily such a, they're not, they're not bottom tier rebounding, but they're also not top tier rebounding. They're, they're middle of the pack in terms of rebounding. So I think that Joel Embiid is absolutely going to feast tonight. Ben Simmons is going to feast tonight. Uh, Hopefully, One day the Pelicans and their young squad will be able to learn how to play defense and we'll see them in the playoffs and being successful except hopefully without Lonzo Ball because hoping that I'll be able to see him on the Knicks very, very soon. But uh, that's besides the point. So as of right now, we got Ben Simmons over 27.5 points, rebounds, and assists and uh, Joel Embiid over 26.5 points and rebounds. Uh, if you're not bought in on the stats for both of those, that's totally reasonable, but I have a strong belief in those two tonight, and uh, it definitely has a lot to do with that matchup against the Pelicans, because uh, even if the you know even if the Pelicans play well and stay in the game, they're going to be doing that because of offense, not because of stopping the Sixers on defense. They're going to be uh, scoring at will, so I think that the Sixers are going to have a big offensive game tonight because they're going to have to against the Pelicans. The Pelicans are a pretty solid offensive team. Uh, that moves me on to my third pick for the for tonight. That would be Michael Porter Jr. over nineteen and a half points, rebounds, and assists. And also, just want to make it clear since I didn't make since I forgot to reiterate myself at the beginning of the show, I only go for the over when I'm making my picks. Uh, it's no fun to root for the under. Uh, when gambling at all when you, if you're gambling rooting for the under you're basically rooting for no one to succeed it's not fun to, to be watching game rooting for everyone to miss shots uh, you know you know not get assists uh, turn the ball over uh, it's just not fun in my opinion uh, I, I guess you could make it fun there are people who argue that it is fun but uh, making money is always fun don't get me wrong but I definitely think it's more enjoyable to root for the over root for people to succeed, uh, hit shots, play well. Uh, I think it's more fun. That's my opinion. Maybe, uh, you know, leave it in the comments if you think that rooting for the under is, is more fun. Uh, cause I can definitely do a day where I just pick unders. Although I definitely think that that's more difficult and more annoying, but, uh, leave it in the comments. If you're interested in hearing, hearing, uh, a day in which I only do unders. So, getting back to it, Michael Porter Jr. over 19 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. The guy's averaging 17 points on the season. He averages 7.6 rebounds on the season and one assist. So that would be a, basically a combined around 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Well over that 19 and a half, you know, combined line. Uh, as for his points in the last ten. He's averaging 20.4 points, 8.4 rebounds, 1.3 assists. Again, that's well over that 19.5 line. Against San Antonio this season in two games, probably the reason in which the line is 19.5. He's averaging 13.5 points, 7 rebounds. Again, that is still going to hit the over. That's 20.5 combined there. And a half an assist, so that's 21 So that's basically the reason why they decided to put his line at 19.5. Although I'm not concerned. The, the Spurs do play good defense. Again, they're not top tier, but they're not bottom tier. They're more middle of the pack. Um, but I definitely, if I were to say, you know, if I were to say more middle of the pack or top tier, I'll give them top tier just because of, uh, you know, having Greg Popovich around. They have some, you know, some very good long guards. Deontay Murray, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker. I'm not sure if he's back from injury yet. Um, veterans and Patty Mills, uh, you know, Derek White, uh, they they got and Demar Derozan. Uh, I like Jakob Pertle as a defender, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, Michael Porter is you know coming in on his own uh, in this league. I'm don't even I can't even bring up how the Knicks passed on him. It's pretty frustrating. Drafted Kevin Knox over him. You know Michael Porter had that back issue uh, in college. Uh, it was unfortunate. It uh, he definitely could be doing great things for the Knicks right now. It would be a building block of the future of the Knicks but he's in Denver and uh, looking great in Denver very exciting stuff for them I think that they're an underrated team in the west honestly after those after the move for Aaron Gordon love that move for them uh, they also got JaVale McGee so I love those moves for them uh, I really believe that they're that they're a top contender in the west especially if uh, the Lakers can't come back a hundred percent healthy Either way, I think that those are the best two teams, in my opinion. I like the Nuggets more than the Jazz. I like the Nuggets more than the Suns. I'll get back to the line now and talking about that. Uh, and But although it's closer against in his averages against San Antonio in the season, his averages at home on the season, because the Nuggets are home this game, 17.6, 7.8 boards, 1.3 assists. That basically, obviously, is over 19.5 combined. Um i mean even his season averages are almost i mean career averages are almost over he averages 12 and a half points six rebounds that's 18 and a half then he averages one assist that's 19 and a half it's that's his career averages are literally there so uh that's a that's pretty reassuring i would say uh but overall his, his season averages uh his last 10 and his home averages all are pointing towards uh him hitting the over um additionally he's actually hit the over in 16 games in a row yes you heard that correctly he has hit the over 19 and a half points rebounds and assists in 16 games in a row now honestly that may make it that may make it seem a little more concerning uh just because you know he's gotta not hit that over in one game but the guy's been going off scoring he hasn't scored less than eight than uh 15 points Goodness, it's been a very long time. I'm looking at it now. It's got to have been the last 15 games. I believe 16 games. I think he's he has not scored below 15 points in the last 16 games. Uh, in fact, there's only one game that he that he scored uh, 15 points. Uh, the next lowest he scored was 17, then 18, and I believe he scored 18 twice. Uh, and then he has two games of 19, and the rest are 20 and above. Uh, so if that's any indication, the guy's feeling it scoring-wise right now. Uh, he should be able to get that 19 and a half pretty easily, just on points. Honestly, uh, you know, I saw that points, rebounds, and assists. It's too low for me not to take. You know, like that's a guy that could score 30 points on any given night. And if they're going to give me a combined points, rebounds, and assists at that low, uh, then I think I, I'm just—they're forcing my hand to take it. Honestly. Uh, but again, the reason I think it's this low is just because San Antonio is a solid defensive team. They come in with good schemes. Uh, you know, they're smart players, smart coach. Uh, they know they're definitely going to come in wanting to handle Michael Porter. They know that he's one of the hottest players on the team right now. Uh, I, I still definitely like Michael Porter. You know, that the, the 16 games in a row isn't concerning to me. If anything, I, I like that a lot. It means that he, he's, you know, consistent. Uh if it was like higher, you know, if it was 27 and a half, I would say okay, let's relax a little bit. But it's not even 20, you know, it's not even 20 and a half. So, uh I'm definitely pretty confident about this one. He's hit it 16 games in a row. He Scored 20 and 20 points in 10 of those 16 games. Uh so he's hit the over 19 and a half combined points, rebounds and assists just with points in 10 in 10 of the of the past 16 games. Uh I'd be shocked if he didn't get this tonight. Again, if, if he did, I would say it's just because of the matchup against the Spurs. But here the stats are definitely showing us that uh, Michael Porter Jr. should hit that over 19.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Um. So uh, moving on to my fourth pick, going to be the same game, actually, uh, Nuggets-Spurs. Moving on to the other team, though, going to be Keldon johnson over 17 and a half combined points rebounds and assists now this definitely doesn't look as good as the michael porter jr one because it's only two you know two point, uh two combined points rebounds assists differential between the two and michael porter jr is obviously a lot better or more talented more talented than kelvin johnson at this point uh just want to point one thing out i love kelvin johnson as a player uh, you know when he first got, I liked him at Kentucky. Yeah, I like that squad at Kentucky. Whenever Kentucky is a good team, I always enjoy rooting for them. Uh, PJ Washington, Keldon Johnson, uh, I believe Ty- Tyler Harrow was there also. I really liked that squad a lot. Uh, and then Keldon Johnson, you know, falls in the first round, 29th ninth pick. Um, goes to the G League for most of his for, for most of his rookie year. I think the Spurs did the same thing with Lonnie Walker, honestly. Uh, and now he's you know a quality player, and uh, going uh, comparing it to the Knicks, the team that I root for, uh, I would think that Obi Toppin, our first round pick, the ninth overall pick, would have benefited greatly from going to the G League and being able to to develop and gain confidence there that he wasn't able to during NBA regular a regular NBA off season. Using the uh, summer league and the and the preseason, you know, to build up confidence and, and understand how the league works and where you fit in in the league. Uh, so Keldon Johnson got that opportunity playing uh, for the Spurs G League team for basically a whole season, I believe, in his rookie year. And now he's back. Uh, he's been a very impressive player in my opinion. Six five guard, very long. Could play defense. Uh, I've seen him be able to knock down threes. It seems like he can dribble and get to the rack. Uh, so he's only 21 years old. I think that this guy can be very good. I'm not going to say sky's the limit, but a player that I really, really like. I think that he can be a player on a championship team uh, just because of his defensive potential and his three-point shooting. Could be a really good three-and-D type player. Even though he could, he could, and he could also, you know, switch off from forward to guard because he's got good size at six-five. So that's enough about uh raving about Kelvin Johnson. I definitely like him. Uh Kentucky product. I like a lot of Kentucky products. Uh back to you know, that over. The number was 17 and a half, combined points, rebounds, and assists. Uh his combined points, rebounds, and assists for the season are 13 points, six and a half rebounds, that's nineteen and a half, and then one point eight assists. Uh that's I'll round it to two, twenty-one and a half. That's hitting that over seventeen and a half. Uh, additionally the last 10 which is probably why they made that 17 and a half line he's averaging uh, 9.7 i'll round that to 10 5.8 boards uh, around that to six so that's 16 and then one assist that's 17 so his last 10 he's averaging not hitting the over actually Um, although against denver in two games he averages hitting the over he averages 13 and a half points six and a half rebounds and two and a half assists. That's obviously hitting the over. Uh, it's interesting to see that for other people, uh, they base the lines off of like who they're playing. You know, so they base the line for Michael Porter Jr. off of how he's played against Denver on the season. Uh, but for this for this instance, it seems like they're basing uh, Keldon Johnson's line more off of how he's playing in the last ten. Because if they were basing it on how he played against Denver on the season, they would have made it higher since uh, you know, he averages combined basically 20 you know like 23 22 and a half uh combined against denver so it seems like they're basing it more on the last 10 because it's uh he's barely he's getting to that 17 point 17 point uh rebound assist combined mark uh, in the last 10 so it seems like that's why they uh, made that 17 and a half point line uh but as for his stats on the road on the season you have just 13 points on the road six and a half boards Again, I don't even need to bring up the two assists because that's already hitting the over. Uh, you know, the Nuggets again, like the Spurs, are a solid defensive team, not top tier, but not bottom tier. They're more middle of the pack, uh, so they can get a, the job done defensively if they really, really uh, lock in. But I don't think it's too much to ask for a guy like Keldon Johnson to score uh, 17 and a half combined, to get 17 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, And, you know, he's only hit it in three of the last 10 games. So this is an instance where, uh, you know, I usually try to find guys that um, have been hitting that over a good amount recently. This is a situation where I see a guy hasn't been hitting it recently, and I'm going to jump on that because they made the line lower just for that, and uh, he's a good quality player, he just played against Denver last game, honestly, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, he got a combined 14 points, rebounds, assists. Uh, he only shot five times, though, So in 26 minutes. 26 minutes is the least amount of minutes he's gotten in the last four games. Uh, so I'm hoping for more out of him uh, tonight against the Nuggets. Um, additionally, uh, in the past four games, he's hit it two of the past four games, actually, and uh, you know, so he's only hit at three of the last ten, but he's hit it two of the last four. Um, so uh, this really has nothing to do with with the stats. Why I'm picking this? This is just a feeling that a guy's gonna uh, break out of a little bit of a slump that he's having. Uh, he's only in this month. He's only averaging eleven and a half points. Uh, so you know that's lower than his season average. So th- the hope is that against a team that's not so great on defense. He'll, be, he'll put up you know, a little more than five shots, be able to get to his averages on points, rebounds, and assists, and hit that over. I don't think it's a lot to ask for. 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists is not a lot, especially for a talented player who's a pretty damn good rebounder for his uh, position and age. So uh, that one is over. 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists for Kelden Johnson against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, that leads us to my last pick of the for the night. And that would be going back to a player that I chose uh, last night. Uh, that would be Paul George. And, that, and they are playing the Houston Rockets. So, you know, it's a little bit concerning to take a player on back-to-backs. Uh, I took Devin Booker on a back-to-back. One night he hits that over one-and-a-half made threes. Then the next night, against the Clippers, actually, he doesn't hit the over one-and-a-half threes. So maybe I should have learned my lesson because Paul George played last night. Now he's playing tonight. He hit the over last night, and I'm picking him again tonight. Uh, Maybe I should have learned my lesson with Devin Booker, but I don't care. I'm going for it. I like this line, and the line is over 32.5 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists for Paul George. Now, last night, his line was 31.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists, but I think that they raised it by one just because of uh, the fact that they're playing Houston. Uh, not just one of the worst offensive teams in the league, one of the worst defensive teams in the league, one of the worst overall teams in the league. Um, Paul George's stat overall season stats uh, hit that over easily. He averages 23-6. That's 29 and then 5 Uh, 34, so hitting that over. Um, As for his stats against the Rockets on the season, he has played how many games against the Rockets? I I can't imagine, honestly. It has to be more than one. But his averages on the season uh, against the Rockets, 23-5. I'm not not seeing where the rebounds are, unfortunately. Uh, But... You know, twenty-three and five—that's already twenty-eight. He doesn't really need that many assists. Uh, just five assists. Uh, and, oh no, I'm sorry. Those, those are the assists that they're showing. So it's twenty-three points, five assists. Uh, that's you know twenty-eight, obviously combined. Uh, the guy averages six rebounds on the season. Can't imagine him getting less than six boards. So, you know, if he if he gets to that twenty-eight. Points and assists that he averages against the Rockets on the season, then his six boards should get him over the top. Uh, the Rockets are a really terrible team. Uh, in fact, at, at home this season, Paul George averages 22 points, six boards, that's 28, six assists, that's 34, that's hitting the over. Um, you know, they have a separate stat here for at Staples also because obviously he plays some games. Uh, against the Lakers that aren't home games uh, at Staples Center. Uh, but moving on he has hit the, this over 32 and a half points rebounds and assists in six of the last 10 games um, including the last two in which he scored 33 points against Phoenix yesterday and then uh, on Tuesday against Portland he scored 36. So if he's doing that against uh, good quality teams, uh, imagine what he's going to be doing against a team like the Rockets. Uh, Again, I think that this choice of mine has to do with my comfortability uh, of of having picked him last night, uh, with the line being a little bit lower. But you know, he killed it last night—33 points, seven boards, three assists—easily hit that over 31 and a half. Makes me feel good about it tonight. But overall, his his season stats, his season averages, uh, his averages against the Rockets, his averages at home. All point towards him hitting that over. Uh, maybe they're just luring me in because you know they did that with Devin Booker in the one and a half. Uh, you know I say that I'm taking Devin Booker over one and a half every time, uh, and then he goes on to hit zero threes last night. Um, pretty disappointing. Uh, Only wound up hitting 2 of 5 last night, but you know what that means because after I hit 2 of 5, the next night I hit 4 of 5, so hopefully we're going to be hitting 5 of 5 tonight. Just to repeat my picks one more time, uh, I want Ben Simmons over 27.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists against the New Orleans Pelicans. Joel Embiid over 26.5 points and assists against the New Orleans Pelicans. Michael Porter Jr. over 19.5 points, rebounds, and assists against the San Antonio Spurs. Keldon Johnson, over 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists against the Denver Nuggets. And then Paul George, over 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists against the terrible, putrid Houston Rockets. Uh, Those are my picks for today. Hope they work out. I'm going to be paying close attention to them. Uh, Keep on riding the BK train. I'll be back with more picks for your... uh, cash for props daily, no house advantage leagues on Monday, taking the weekend off. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Ride the BK train. Let's make some money. Peace out. Ben Klein out for the weekend. Love you all.